When you and I came into the church today, hopefully you weren't rushed and you were able to dip your hands into the water of the baptismal font or in the two little fonts that are off to the side from which they get their water from the same source. When you and I do this, when we take that water and then make the sign of the cross on our bodies, we are called to remember our own baptism. The day when you and I were baptized and given the gift of new life with God through Christ. When Jesus went down into the waters, as we read today, into those waters of the River Jordan, he brought all of sinful humanity down in those waters with him. And this was a foreshadowing of what he would accomplish on the cross when he would die, <clears throat> die for our sins. And then when he rose from that water, we were all raised up with him. Raised up with him to remind us that we were given the gift of a new life. Not only resurrection to eternal life, but also the resurrection to a whole new way of living. This life that we received in our baptism, like a seed, which has great potential for you and I to become mature in our faith, as St. Paul put it, to reach the full stature of Jesus Christ and to enjoy all the blessings and the graces of that, we need to nourish that life. Just like our human life is a real life that needs to be nourished, and we all know what would happen if our physical human life were denied water and nourishment, we would die within a few days or a few weeks. And with malnutrition, we become very weak and frail and feeble. Our spiritual life is just as much a life as our physical human life. And therefore, that too needs food. And God is the one, of course, who provides it. There are three foods that God provides to nourish his life within us. The first one, he reveals it when, in taking that passage from Deuteronomy, when Jesus responds to Satan in that first temptation, and he says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The word of God. As disciples of Jesus, we are invited to become people of the word and to be nourished by that word on a regular basis. Jesus revealed the second food when he said, 
My food is to do the will of my Father who sent me. And isn't it interesting how much the Scriptures reveal and clarify what is God's will? That second food that is meant to nourish our baptismal life. And then Jesus revealed the third food when he said, Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will have no life in you. No life. These three foods are absolutely necessary if we are to be alive as Christians and to grow, to be strong and mature. These three foods are what unleashes the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And this is what helps me to understand what happened to me when I was younger. The reason why I got so lost after my baptism, the reason why I was so weak and feeble as a Christian was because I was malnourished. I was not receiving the food that Jesus and his Father provided. And so even though I was baptized as a Christian and bore the name, in my faith I was practically dead. I wasn't enjoying the fruits of the Holy Spirit. I wasn't seeing signs of the grace of faith, hope, and charity. I was not experiencing all that I see in the Bible that God promised because I was not receiving the food that nourishes that seed of baptismal life. I'm convinced that this is why there are so many stunted Christians in our world today. It's because they are not receiving the food that God provides. And notice how now this connects us to the Mass. This is the moment when God, our Heavenly Father, who not only has given us life, He takes care of it. For this is the privileged place, one of the central moments of the week, where he invites all of us, his children, to his table, where he sets a feast, a banquet of his word and of his body. This is why the altar and the ambo together, the language is sometimes used to be a table because it's with, from this table that we are nourished with God's word and we are given the gift of Jesus in the Eucharist. Isn't it something how this relates to the Israelites in the desert? As they went through that sea when God parted the waters, which is a sign of baptism, and then what did God do in the wilderness? He fed them with the holy commandments through Moses, and he gave them manna in the wilderness. Tho 
those were foreshadowings of how God would take care of us, his church. There's a beautiful image that I like from St. Catherine of Siena. It's the image of a bridge. Jesus Christ, she says, is this bridge. This bridge by which you and I can go from this world and all the way to heaven. But Jesus also is the bridge toward any growth and maturity in the spiritual life. And without this nourishment, which are various ways of receiving Jesus and being nourished by Christ, you and I cannot know what's on the other side of the river, <laughs> the River Jordan. Like when I would go hiking by a, by a creek that was too wide and too deep to cross, I either needed a bridge or I needed someone to help me across that creek. And I love to explore and hike to find out what's on the other side. We will never know what God has intended for us. The progress that you and I can make spiritually unless we receive these foods that nourish the life of Christ. Greater forgiveness. Jesus is the bridge to greater forgiveness. And some of us need that in our life to forgive certain people that have hurt us. The grace to greater healing. And there's some of us that need healing in our life. Jesus is the bridge to greater peace in our life and in this world. Wouldn't you love to see more peace? It can't be just a merely human effort. Jesus is the bridge to a true and lasting peace. And the wisdom that we need to guide our life. Jesus is the bridge. He is the very wisdom of God that can guide us safely through this life to the heavenly kingdom. So my dear friends, we come now to this altar. We've now been nourished by the word of God. What word have you heard today that you're going to take with you into your week to nourish you? I was nourishing everything else but my spirit when I was younger. But God is offering us this spiritual food. And then we receive the body and blood of Jesus, which is the grace to live out what we have heard and to remind us that we're not alone, that we're united to Jesus. Please let us never come to this altar without hunger. Let us come hungry to Mass. Let us come thirsty because God has set a banquet to feed us His children. Amen.